Can you believe that we're almost into a new year? 2022 is quickly approaching and I don't know about you, but it has been a heck of a last couple years. I mean, honestly, when I think about it, I feel like it's 2019 right now and we're just going into 2020. Anyone else? That's why I wanted to offer you something to really help you realign your focus, gain more clarity in what you want next year in your business, as well as refocus your energy on what is going to be not only the most profitable, but honestly, the most enjoyable and aligned for you moving into the new year in your business. Last December, December 2020, I ran a workshop, a free workshop for anyone to come in and join me. And we talked all about planning for the new year. I know it might seem cheesy or cliche, but I love sitting down with a good cup of coffee or maybe a glass of wine and some candles or some essential oils and really getting into the feel of reflection around the new year. And I do this with my personal goals, my business goals, really everything that I can reflect on. And I figured why not share the process that I like to use. So like I said, last year I created a workshop and I held it on Zoom in person where people could show up with me and also get the recording after and we could go through a lot of these questions to help you strategically but also energetically plan out your focus going into the new year. So although maybe I might make some references to 2021, This is a replay of that workshop for you on the podcast this year. Also, I mentioned a workbook and that workbook is going to be available to you in the show notes. So if you're interested in getting that workbook to either go along with the episode while you're listening or perhaps when you listen back later when you're not driving or something like that and you want to actually fill out the workbook, you can grab that in the show notes in the link below. All right, let's get into this replay of a New Year's planning workshop for your business from last year. I'm Lexi Sparrow, holistic nutritionist turned business strategist who believes there's a much easier way to build your dream business online. It all starts by getting clear on the simple, straightforward strategies that support you. I created the Magnetic Business Podcast for coaches, consultants, and service-based entrepreneurs who are looking to start, launch, and grow their own successful online business in a way that feels aligned with how they want to spend their time and share their genius with the world. Each episode brings you a blend of step-by-step strategies, mini trainings, and energetic topics like human design and manifestation, so you can start taking serious action in the way that you were designed to be most successful. If you're ready to build your own blueprint to your most rewarding and thriving online business, then you're in the right place, my friend. Let's get started. Perfect. Okay. We're just going to go through the outline here quickly. So this is what you would have seen when we were talking about this workshop. So we're going to go through the past, the present, the perspective, and the plan. So we're going to spend a few minutes going through what actually happened this past year in your business. 2020 was a big, messy, crazy, chaotic year. However, 
there probably were some golden nuggets that happened in your business this year. And we want to make sure we actually spend a little bit of time to reflect on those and note those down because a lot of times we just kind of blaze past them to the next goal and don't actually take the time to sit and reflect on those. So we're going to do that. Then we're going to clarify what's happening in the present. So what's actually happening right here, right now, you know, the last couple months, what's been going on, where's the direction that you're headed, because we really need to take stock, almost do like a mini, mini on it, audit to see what our, what our goals are going to be for next year. So then we need to tune into what we actually need, what our intentions are going to be for next year. And then once we're done that mini audit, we're also going to know how do we actually want to show up in 2021? How do we want to feel in 2021? Because if we're creating an aligned business, we want to make sure that we have those intentions and our needs and our feelings well sorted before we set any kind of logical business-minded goal, right? We want that to match how we want to feel so that we can actually tune into where we're going. So then, and then the last part, we're going to actually build a plan. So we're going to talk about how you can break down a step-by-step -step plan, what that would look like. And really, I'm going to give you some framework where you can take that all the way through the first quarter of the year. So January, February, March, kind of map out all of your big projects or your big goals. So that is where we're headed. Before we begin, you guys are on mute, so that's perfect. But if you have your phone, I would say turn it off or flip it over so you're not getting distracted. And then if you have the workbook, that'd be a great time to open it up. You don't absolutely need it in front of you, but it will help you kind of go along through as we're gonna jot things down. And then make sure you have a journal or a pen and a piece of paper to write with or a Google Docs tab. Or if you printed out the, the worksheet, you can just put your notes right on there. Okay, so let's spend a few minutes talking about the past. Like I said, 2020 was a very trying year, a very challenging year in so many ways. However, I know that there's some good stuff that came out of it in your business. So let's talk about the good and then also the surprising. Like what actually surprised you this year? So what were three great things that happened in your business? And I don't want you to overanalyze this. This could literally be the tiniest thing in the world. Like so-and-so came up, to, I was going to say, came up to me on the street, but no one's left their house this year. So so-and-so messaged me on Instagram and was like, I heard about you from a friend. How do I, what do you do? How do I book an appointment? Like to me, that would be an amazing, great thing if my business was just starting to take off. So some ideas that I put up for you are your first client, your, your hundredth client, right? Maybe you've been in this for a while, but you've hit a big milestone that way. Maybe you got asked to go on a podcast or you got asked to speak at a virtual event. Maybe it was something that you, you stuck to an actual goal that you set. Like I'm going to show up on Instagram every single day for 30 days. Was there any kind of like aha moments that you had, or again, any sort of monetary goals that you might've met, like selling your first package or maybe selling and hitting a certain number or milestone in your business. So just jot down three things that come to mind. And then beside those things, I want you to go through and actually recognize why were these things so great? Because that's also really important, especially when we're planning about how we want to feel next year. 
right? So why were these things so awesome? Did it make me have a desired feeling that I wanted? Did I feel excited? Did I feel accomplished? Did I feel successful? Did I feel like I was really doing it? Like what were the feeling? What was the feeling behind it? Was it a specific goal that you set? Or maybe is it something that you could set a goal in in the future? Um, Anything that kind of, you know, if you had a big aha moment, was it like, oh, this is a message from the universe. This is definitely aligning with what I've been calling in. Or was this something like that opened up a totally new door, right? So just jot down whatever comes to mind. And honestly, I would say at the end of the workshop, if you have time, I would go back through and do this with other areas of your life as well. That's what I like to do on New Year's. Kind of, we're going to go through a wheel of different areas of your life today. So you can always come back to this exercise and apply that to the rest of the wheels, especially in 2020. I feel like this is the year that we have to pull out those those little nuggets. So then I want you to think about three different things. So these could be really great, amazing things as well. But what were three big things that completely surprised you this year in your business? What was something that you didn't expect to happen? Maybe somebody reached out to you. Maybe you reconnected with somebody who led you to a client. Maybe it was being asked to be a part of a community. Maybe it was showing up and doing this workshop, like whatever it was, something random that happened or something surprising that happened. And then beside that, you're going to put like, what was it about that that surprised you? Was it how it came about? Was it the timing? Was it like divine intervention and you've been calling it in and you've been waiting for it and then boom, it happened? Was it something that, you know, you desired this feeling for and you were really trying to cultivate this feeling and then it happened? Or was it like you set this new boundary and then boom, you got tested in a way? You know, what, what was it that surprised you about it? What did it teach you? What was the lesson in it? Before I move on, do either of you guys want to share one of your great things or one of your surprising things? You don't have to, but if you want to, you can unmute yourself. Yeah, I'll share. Um, I was able to quit my speech therapy career of 10 years and now in October and all thanks to COVID, (laughs) um, I started working from home and then was able to take my business to full-time nutrition. And so now, yeah, now I have my business and I'm no longer a speech therapist. That's amazing. Congratulations. (laughs) That's huge, especially this year, right? Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Um, and I'll share real quick. So I started a business uh, from scratch, like uh, basically the very beginning of this year. Um, and I got my first paying client uh, earlier this fall. And the other day I, she paid, like she renewed her membership for the third time for the third month, which is the first time it actually like felt like not a fluke. <laughs> like it was intentional. Um, and so it's just been really awesome to have a little bit of, of validation and actually see uh, this this brand new, very different business making money. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's so awesome too. It's like that that first 
like step or that first payment or that first like, wow, this is actually happening, validates you so much, right? And it doesn't, it seems that it doesn't get old, whether that's your first offer or like your 10th offer that you've created. So that's an awesome win as well. Okay, so the last thing I want you to just jot down, and again, whatever just comes to mind, what are, oh, this should say, what are you leaving behind in 2020? There we go. But what are you, what are you leaving behind in 2020 and not taking with you in 2021? Are there emotions? Are there events? Are there turning points? Are there breakthroughs? Or is this more like a logical thing? Like there's an offer that probably isn't serving you or your audience, or maybe there's like a strategy that you've been using, but it doesn't feel right for you moving into the new year. Whatever comes to mind. I feel like a lot of us should do just even this portion of the exercise this year, because there's so many lessons that we learned. Okay, give you another second, and then we're going to jump right into phase two. So again, like I said, especially if you're watching this back and you have more time, I suggest you kind of go through that reflection in a little bit more detail once we go through the wheel that we're going to talk about in a bit. Um, but really, really helpful to just spend some time reflecting on what happened, what surprised you, and then of course, wrapping it up with like, what do you want to get rid of, which you might have already done on the solstice this year, but doesn't hurt to kind of write it up, tear it up, throw it away, or burn it and let go of it. Okay, so moving into phase two, we want to take a look at the present. So what has been happening in the last month or so? How have you been feeling lately, right? I know that um, with my clients, there's been a lot of people shifting. Is it 2020? Is it the holiday season? Is it just the time of year? Or is it actually just, you know, this huge universal shift that we're experiencing or all of the above, right? But a lot of us have probably picked up on or at least spent some time thinking about why these shifts and energy are happening lately. And so, spend some time, we're going to spend some time now kind of thinking about what is, what is the present moment looking like? Where am I, where am I headed? So in the present, we really want to, we really want to look at, okay, first of all, what's working, right? You don't want to try to fix something that's not broken. If it's already working for you, leave it alone, right? The whole business coach that tells you stop touching your website, your website is fine. <laughs> we can come back to that later, right? What's working? Is it some systems that you've put in place to make things easier? Is it your offers? Like are people loving your offers and you're really connecting and you love serving in that way? Is it the type of content that you're creating? Maybe you love podcasting or you love creating videos or you love blogging or you love showing up on Instagram live. Is it how you're getting clients? Maybe they're just naturally coming to you and that's working really well, right? So there's a whole bunch of different areas of your business that could be working really well. So just a few thoughts on what you feel like is going well. Okay, what's not working well? Again, 
you just want to brain dump that. You can always come back and dive into like, why is this not working? But just first thoughts on where do you still need to spend some time maybe sorting through, maybe building a system around, maybe creating some automation around or getting clear on, or what are some areas that you may need to revisit where you already have something in place, but it just doesn't, there's something missing. It doesn't feel aligned or it doesn't feel like it's serving in the direction that you're headed next year. And then the third thing is, what are those thoughts and those ideas, especially for my manifestors and manifesting generators? It's going to be, what have you been like sitting on where you're ruminating and you're waiting until the new year to maybe put it in place, but you're like itching to talk about it or start like journaling it out or brain mapping. What are those ideas that are like ruminating where you're kind of getting itchy to put them into place? Or the complete opposite, which is <laughs> what I've been kind of feeling as a, a projector lately is like, okay, what is tiring? What is exhausting? What is, you know, the opposite sort of energy? What is kind of stealing my energy that I need to kind of sort through and figure out moving into the new year in my business? So it could be both things, right? It could be like, what are these ideas that you want to cultivate? Or what are the things where you're starting to realize, ooh, okay, I got to make a few changes around that to serve me better. And then the last one, we're not going to go too deep in yet, but this would be a great spot for you to start to put down some of those goals that you have been thinking about going after in 2021. Is there a, a product that you want to launch? Maybe you want to launch a membership. Maybe you want to launch a group program. Maybe you want to launch the second version of your group program. Is there something that you want to create, like a podcast or a video series? Maybe for you, it's you want to connect more in community. So maybe it's creating your own community or establishing some kind of plan where you can kind of get out there and start connecting to maybe speak on other people's platforms. Whatever it is that you've kind of been feeling that, okay, like I didn't really get to that this year, but I'd really love to do that next year. This is a great spot just to write those in. And then a note on those goals, especially if you're just doing this with the replay, just want it to be like quick fire. What are the first things that kind of come into your head, the thoughts that you have? You can always go through and kind of flush them out later, kind of like make your plan around them. We're going to actually do that later on as well in the workshop. But right now it's kind of like, what are those things that are getting stuck in your head? We want to have a nice big picture of everything that's going on in the present. Okay, so now we move into phase three, which is all about taking a look at your perspective right now and how you want to feel as we move into next year. So this is where I'm just gonna pause for a minute and I want everyone to just take a nice big deep breath in and out. If you need to, if you really feel called to, you take as many deep breaths as you want on the replay here. 
you light your, your candle, you put your essential oils on because this is where you want to cultivate that feeling. And the only way we can do that is to get out of our logical brain. We can't logically think ourselves to a feeling, right? It comes from inside of us. We have to get into that parasympathetic mode where we're relaxed and then we can figure out how we want to feel. So whatever you have to do to figure out how you want to feel, how do you want to feel in 2021? There's no wrong answer. There's no right answer. You could name 20 different feelings or you could name one. You can spitball a bunch of ideas and pick one word. I know some people love to pick like one word for the year, but maybe you have 10 words. That's perfectly fine. I have some ideas up on the board here for you up on the board, like I'm a teacher, up on the screen. So if you, if you feel called to some of these words, maybe you jot them down, you come back to them, but how do you actually want to feel going into next year? How do you want to show up in your business? What do you want your business to feel like? Maybe for you, those are two completely separate things, right? Maybe your business energy feels one way and your personal energy feels another way. And together they create something. Or maybe they're completely intertwined at this point where you want everything to feel the same feeling. That's totally okay as well. So pick a couple words. Again, this might be something that you want to come back to. Maybe you're going to be in the middle of a meditation and a word's going to pop in for you from your intuition. Or maybe you're going to be doing a really hard workout. <laughs> maybe for you, that's not meditating isn't your thing. You're going to be like hitting a punching bag or going really hard on a sprint. And you're going to lie down on the floor after. And that word's going to pop into your brain because now you're not logically thinking about it, right? So I really encourage you to spend as much time as you need and come back to it. This actually, side note, one of my goals for next year is every month at the end of the month, I want to come back to this. So maybe I'll have a new word every month, who knows, but I'm just going to do a little check-in with myself and see, okay, how do I actually want to feel next month in my business? And again, once you pick your words, I would say on your own time, explore the definition of that word and what it means for you. And a really good example of this is if I want to feel successful because success could look and feel very different for many people, right? So if I want to feel successful in my business, what does that even mean? I really got to define it. So whatever your word is or words, pick your own definition of them as well. Okay, did anyone have some words that they did want to share? Don't have to if you don't want to, but if you had a word that jumped out to you or a thought or an idea, Um, I had a couple that came to mind, but I would say the two probably most prominent were confident and easy, like just relaxed about the way, you know, and, and that kind of then flowed into intentional. So, yeah, I think it'll be good to define what easy means to you. Yeah. Right. Because. Mm -hmm. Because it's not that easy is going to be that everything is easy and that you're not going to have to have some challenges or some growth, but it sounds like easy is going to be more in flow, 
like things just right. like like a like a river just carrying you downstream right mm-hmm. that kind of feeling yeah i love yeah. that thank you for sharing okay so then once we establish how we want to feel this is where like the logical side can kind of come back in a little bit because although it's amazing to you know have these feelings and kind of try to live our best self every day, our highest self, it's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to happen. And we still have to get stuff done in our business to make money. So this is where the logical part comes in. It's like, what do I actually have to do in order to feel that feeling? What do I have to do in order to feel the way I want to feel? This is where that wheel comes in that I was talking about earlier. So this is a new year's tradition of mine. You've probably seen it done in different ways, maybe with different words or different um, categories, but I absolutely love this little exercise just for you to kind of take stock, do a little audit on not just your business, but everything else in your life as well. So we're going to spend a few minutes going through each category, but what I want you to do is ask yourself how you're doing in these six categories of your life. And you're going to rate each category, again, not not thinking too detailed into it, just whatever's coming from your intuition in this moment, from one to five. Five being, this is amazing, I'm kicking butt, I love it. Like if somebody, if I asked somebody how I was doing, they would agree with me because I'm walking the walk, talking the talk, and they can see it in my energy every day. And one is like, oh, I forgot that that was even a part of my life because I've been not paying attention to any of it, right? So somewhere in between there, you use your own rating scale. We're going to go through each category to kind of give you an idea of what it would entail. So your health and wellness, anything related to your physical body. So your fitness, your movement, your your joints, your food, your nourishment, Maybe you've been slacking on supplements that you'd love to be taking. How are you doing with resting and recovering? How are you doing with sleep? How are you doing with simple things like hydration or getting outside in the sun? Or there's a whole sexuality, sensuality, pleasure side to your body. How is that? And then your body image in general. Those all play into that health category. So if there's something in that category there in the list that stands out to you, maybe it'd be helpful to write that down for yourself if you want to come back to this later. But really, you're giving yourself a rating between one and five. Your relationships. So whether this is a romantic relationship with your spouse, your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, or if this is with your family, your immediate family, your extended family your friends, different circles of friends, your really close friends, and maybe friends that you have been separated from this year, and maybe you haven't talked to in a few months. And then your community at large, maybe you are part of a a church group, maybe you're a part of an entrepreneur community, or like a, you know, neighborhood watch or whatever it is, has that been disrupted this year? Has that affected your relationship? Or has it strengthened it? And then of course, any type of collaborations that you do with other entrepreneurs or your coworkers or your colleagues. So how are you doing in your relationships? 
Lexi, I'm sorry. I got distracted for a second. Um, so we're rating each category from one to five, not ranking them like one to five or one exactly, to seven. Okay, yeah. So each category gets a one to five of its own volition. Exactly. And is one the best or is five, like is five, like five, five out of five is like everyone five would know it. Yeah. Every awesome. yeah, okay. five would be like, everyone knows that I'm kicking butt at this one is like, Oh, I forgot that that was even in my life. And then I need, to yeah. Yeah. No worries. Okay. Thank you. No worries. Yeah. So each category is going to get its own number. Next category is your responsibilities, which I include finances in here, which is a big one, especially as entrepreneurs, right? Now, of course, we, you can separate. You can talk about finances in your business category for your business, and you can talk about personal finances in here. Or if you're like a sole proprietor, you might kind of just include them all together, whatever works for you. But how are things going on the money front? How are things going with your home? or your apartment, or the van you live in. Van life is a huge thing now. You know, whatever it is, right? Like, how are things going there? How are you feeling in your environment, right? What about possessions? Or how do you feel about your resources, your access to resources? Like, all of that kind of stuff. How secure, how, how safe do you feel in all of those responsibilities? This is my favorite category. This is all about your mind. So how do you feel about being able to spend time being creative or going down those rabbit holes and learning things or, you know, expanding your mind and then actually using that information, right? Are you going down a rabbit hole and then it's just like not leading you anywhere? Or do you feel like you're kind of getting another level of, of knowledge, some education behind it, some experience? Are you experimenting with it? Are you doing anything for self-expression? So for those who are, you know, creative in other ways, like dance or art or uh, poetry or whatever it is, this would fall into that category as well, your hobbies and your interests. Your soul, the essence of you. How are you doing on that front? How authentic are you living? right? Are you still living with all of those, you know, societal boundaries or those other pressures or are some of these other categories kind of taking your time where you're not tuning into your mental health and your inner self and your authenticity, right? How loud is your intuition right now? Are you able to tap into it and, and respond or is it just all in your logical mind? And then, of course, if you are religious or you have a faith-based practice, that would play into this category for you as well. And then lastly, your business. So we talked a little bit about this, but things like your systems and the, the inner workings of behind the scenes of your business, how is that running? How do you feel about the community that you're creating or that you're a part of in your business? How do you feel about your success and your accomplishments? How do you feel about the profits that you're making? How do you feel about your offers? All of that type of stuff. Like, where do you feel? What would you rate your business out of five right now? So I want you to kind of just look at your numbers and see what has the, what's the piece of the wheel that you might've been avoiding or neglecting 
or forgetting about because no one can pay attention to all of those things at the same time. It's kind of like seasons, right? We kind of transition through these things. You know, you're going to have areas where some go up and then some go down, right? That natural equilibrium. But I think the main point is to just recognize that if you're checking in regularly, you can kind of maybe pick up on something that you may have missed. So take a look at it and anything that you've rated like a one or a two or a three, I want you to write down something that you're grateful for in that area. Like what is something that you're grateful for this year that happened in that area? We're going to exclude business from this because we're going to do a little business audit in a minute since this is all about business. But in your other areas, like what's something that you're grateful for? And then what's something that's just not working, right? So for me, I'll give you guys an example. In my health section, my movement has been not so great. I picked it up lately, but like November, not so great. We went back into lockdown where we weren't eating and it, it's got colder. So my movement has been like, not great, right? What's not working? What's not working is that I keep telling myself I'm going to get up really early and go do it. And then I don't. So I need to kind of pay attention to that. I need to figure out a solution for that or rework that to make it work. So it could be really anything that you feel is not working. It could be something really big. It could be like this whole thing isn't working or it could be something really small and specific. But make sure you pick something that you're grateful for as well in that category. What's well, something that maybe pops up to you recently or if you're struggling then in the last year in that category. And then, like I said, you could, as you're watching the replay or after the workshop, go back for the rest of these categories and kind of go through that exercise that we did at the very beginning where we looked at the three great things or the three surprising things. You could do that for each of these categories as well. If you want to do that as like a New Year's thing, um, that probably be a great time kind of wrap up the year and see, okay, what, what areas do I need to spend a little bit more time on? And how am I gonna do that? How am I gonna put that into my bigger plan? So we're gonna move on to the mini business audit. So I said, kind of don't, don't necessarily put down the grateful and what's not working for your business because we're gonna focus on that now. So here, we're gonna go through a little mini business audit. So you can do this one of two ways. You could go again. So we have five categories we're going to talk about. You could go again and rate each of these categories from one to five using that same rating system. Or you could just literally answer the questions at the bottom of the page here or kind of write down any notes or thoughts or feelings or things that come up. Again, you kind of almost want this to come from your intuition, like from your first thought. So just kind of brain dumping it into these categories. But again, we're gonna have five categories. You can either rate them one to five, or you can just kind of jot down whatever you feel about these categories. But we're gonna do a little audit. Like how are you feeling about your messaging in your business? And messaging to me would be all those things there on the screen. So your branding. How clear on your niche are you? How clear is that elevator pitch, right? How clear is your website or your marketing? 
for exactly what you do. Is your Instagram, your LinkedIn, your Facebook, whatever profiles that you're using, are those kind of cohesive, right? Can people recognize you from those in your business? And then of course, how's your content? Content for us online business owners, content marketing is huge. So how consistent are you with your content? And at the end of it all, do you feel like people know exactly who you are, exactly what you do, and exactly how you serve them on any of your messaging touch points, right? Is there a lack of clarity around that? Are you attracting the people that you want to attract? If not, then you might want to think about your messaging a little bit more next year. So that's the first category. The second one is your offers or your services or your programs or whatever you call them. Any way that your business is selling something and you're making money from it, I consider your offer. So this could be a one-time one-on-one thing. This could be an ebook that you have for sale. This could be a program, a membership, an online course. It could be a, a year-long mentorship, whatever it is. How do you feel about it? Is it working for you? Are you making money from it? If you have multiple offers, which one is making the most money? Which one is making the least money? Right? Like kind of do a little mini evaluation of that and kind of see where you are. You know, if you're further along in your business and you have multiple offers, or if you have multiple niches inside your business. So for example, if you're somebody who does like any kind of MLM, maybe you um, have a beauty counter business, maybe you have a doTERRA or young living business, maybe you sell, I don't know, handmade soaps, like whatever the different aspects of your business are, if there's multiple niches that you have, you might want to organize them into that and kind of see, okay, where has my energy been? And what have I gotten the most return on lately? Your delivery. So for your one-on-one services, I call this the client process. But really for any part of your business, if you're selling a digital product or an online course, like how is your delivery going? How well are you delivering what you're selling? If it's to one person or if it's to a thousand people, right? Are you gaining new clients consistently and able to kind of just put them into this funnel, so to speak, where you can repeat this delivery process for them? Is there any part of that delivery that isn't working for you, right? Can you take someone from, they found you on Instagram all the way through to being a client and kind of have those things set up, have those touch points set up so that you're giving them the VIP experience every time. Your systems, you knew this was gonna come if you're a client of mine, your systems. What are your systems looking like, right? How many systems have you built out? How do you feel about them? A system is really any kind of link or step-by-step process that you're gonna repeat over and over in your business. So it could be how you schedule your clients. It could be how you create your content and post it. It's all the admin stuff like emailing and um, your finances, your expense reports, all of that. It's your marketing system. And it's anything you do day to day, right? Do you have a process for that? Or are you kind of like at the end of the week going, oh, shoot, I probably should have gotten to that, but it just wasn't built into your day. 
for your week, right? Are you at the point where at the end of the month, you know exactly what you need to kind of tally up and figure out how that went that month? Or are you kind of just moving from project to project day to day? So how well are you running your business? How do you feel about the, the running part of your business? And then lastly, how do you feel about why you started this business in the first place? Right? Because we, we could have chosen to do anything. You could have chosen a million other business ideas. Why did you choose this one? What is the big why? What is your mission? What is the purpose? And how does that connect to you? Because we're solopreneurs for the most part. So you have to be even more connected to that why, because that's what's going to pull you out of bed in the morning. That's what's going to make you, you know, put on your big girl pants and like do that thing that you don't necessarily want to do, or that's a little uncomfortable, or that you've been procrastinating because you feel so called to do it because you're connected to the purpose and the mission behind your business. And I would challenge you to do that. I call it like the toddler like the toddler sequence where you just ask yourself why five times in a row. So it's like, what is your big why? I want to start this nutrition business because I want to help people live longer. Okay. Why? Well, because I think it's really important for people to have access to this information so they could better their lives. Why? You know, you just keep asking yourself why until you get to the very core root of it, right? That might've been, well, my grandparents died young and had they have changed their lifestyle, they might've been around longer and they could have seen me had kids, that kind of thing. Like that's a deep, true core reason why you care about changing people's health. So how do you feel about that? And how connected is your values, your mission and your sole purpose to the actual pillars of your business, to how you use your gifts in your business? Like, do you feel like this mission and this purpose is actually showing up in the way that you're creating content in the offers that you have, right? A lot of us have that mission statement or that value on our website, but how do we actually put that into an online course? How do we actually put that into our one-on-one service? That's a huge part of this as well. So how well do you feel connected to those deeper core reasons as to why the heck you're even doing this in the first place? So once you have those five things, we're gonna reorder them a little bit, right? So you might feel like you're kicking butt in one area and maybe lacking in another area. I put them out of order on purpose because now we're gonna go through what I would call really the foundation to creating an aligned business. It works like this nice little pyramid. You have to have that purpose category ironed out. You have to know why you're doing it. You have to know your soul's mission behind it, right? What gifts are you bringing into your business? What energy are you bringing into your business? You have to know that purpose before you can figure out your messaging. It's really hard to figure out who you help and what you do and how you help them and how you're going to uniquely magnetize them to you in your marketing if you're not clear on who you are or why you're doing this, right? So you see how those things kind of build? So if maybe you had your messaging was a big category where you're like, ooh, that needs some work. I would back up one step and go, okay, do I have my purpose defined? Because maybe my messaging needs work because my purpose is still not clear. 
after you've ironed out what you do and who you help and what that magnetic energy is that you're going to put out there, then you can craft your offers. Then you can really craft how you're going to help them, the, the energy exchange, how you're going to transform them, all of that. But again, if you don't have your messaging nailed down, then your offers might not land, right? I've seen this so many times where we feel like creating an online course, because that's been you know the trendy thing to do for passive income, it, to put everything into an online course, put everything we know into it, kind of put it out there. And so many people aren't selling these courses, right? It's kind of been shown to us that this is the way to do it, but they're landing flat because their purpose behind it and their messaging behind it isn't clear enough for them to create that course that's really going to be the thing for them, right? So again, if you're figuring like your offers aren't doing well, that category is not not squeaky clean yet, or you're not feeling completely 100% on board about it, go back to your messaging, make sure your messaging is really ironed out. And then you can move on to creating a more aligned offer. And then lastly, your systems. So how you run your business day to day, kind of like lumped these together. So after you have your offers and your messaging and your purpose comes, how do I actually run this ship? Like, how do I actually navigate this thing and plan out what my next steps are? So many of us are wanting to launch that next thing or create the marketing plan or, you know, figure out how we're going to pump out a ton of content. But if we don't have the other parts of the pyramid sorted, then it's really a waste of time and energy because you're probably going to have to just keep coming back to those earlier messages over and over again. So just kind of check in with yourself and see what part of this system or what part of this pyramid are you at? Like, what do I need to do to feel the way I want to feel in my business? If I want to feel more inflow, if I want to feel more alignment, if I want to feel more like an energetic ease, right? I'm sure a lot of people will have that, especially if they're showing up to my workshop, they're going to have those types of words, right? I want to feel more myself. I want to feel more like seen, heard, validated, all of those types of things. Okay. If I want to feel that way, what do I actually have to do in my business? I have to make sure that I'm super clear that I'm completely validated, that I feel hundred percent successful in this thing that I'm creating in this stuff that I'm putting out there before anyone else can feel that way. So before we go into the actual planning part of it in the last phase of how you're going to actually create the logical action plan, the step-by-step, -step, put it in your calendar, all that great stuff, you have to identify what is your starting point for 2021? Which tier are you on, right? A lot of us, and again, this is why I teach it this way now, because I did this in my nutrition business as well. I kind of like knew that this was important. And I got the kind of, you know, first layer of each of these things and then kind of went right into my offers and then had to keep coming back and like revamping and revamping and revamping because I wasn't clear on the purpose or the messaging until after. So figure out where you are. Maybe you have to revisit something. Maybe you rush through. Maybe it's just changed. Your business can change and evolve. Your offers change and evolve, right? Maybe you need to clarify something for your ideal client. Maybe you need to talk to your clients 
and get clarity from them as to what you need to kind of dive into. But pick what would be your starting point or where you feel like you need to spend a little bit more time auditing. And then I want you to identify any of those other ideas and thoughts and things, because I'm sure if you came to a 2021 planning workshop, you're like, I have this idea that I want to put into place in 2021, or I have this goal that I want to hit. So make sure you jot those things down. What else are you feeling called to do in your business? Does that relate to the pyramid at all whatsoever? Or does it feel like that is something to do after you finish those steps, right? Where does it fall into? Make sure you have all of those things down. And then we're going to move on to the plan. How are you feeling about this so far though, Amy? Any thumbs up? Awesome. Okay. Okay. So we have to review again quickly. You should have these written down. You should have them in front of you, but before you can actually set a goal and make a plan, you have to get really clear on how you actually want to feel, right? If I'm going to launch a course, and put all of my time and my energy and my focus into getting that course out into the world, I better make sure that launching that thing or having success from that thing or just having someone go through it and have them go through that transformation makes me feel how I want to feel, right? So how do you want to feel? Make sure you have those words. Where did you need to pay more attention to, right? On your wheel, where were the ones and twos, right? If you don't have any ones and twos, what were the threes? Make sure you're really clear on those things. Because again, let's say I used the example for me, I've been really slacking on my movement the last month. So for me, I know that if I launch something where it's me doing all these one-on-ones and my schedule fills up like crazy, probably not going to have a lot of time and energy to get, you know, back on the bike or to get back into a, a routine, right. Of, of working out or moving. So that kind of thing, or it could simply be, maybe it's like, I want to work on my scheduling system, but I can't do that until I figure out when the best time for me to work out is, you know, kind of use it for what step you're in, but paying attention to if there's some other area of your life that you haven't been paying attention to, take that into consideration when you're building your goal. Because if you're just going after this massive business goal next year and not paying attention to those things, they're just gonna keep sliding further and further down that scale. We talked about it, right? What's not working? So maybe you can identify like an overarching theme of what's not working. Maybe you had things for all of those categories of the pyramid. But was there like a theme that tied them all together? Was there one missing piece that would help you get clarity on all of those? Was it something as simple as, I don't feel like I'm using my gifts in my business and that would affect my messaging and my offers and how I'm showing up in my business? Or was it something more like, ugh, I really suck when it comes to technology. And so I've been avoiding using anything that's technology in my business because that could mess up those sections as well. So really identify that. And then really figure out if there's any of those steps in the pyramid that don't feel aligned to you as well. Because if you're wanting to move into a more energetic way of running your business and more ease and flow, you got to make sure that your 
the strategies that you're using around those different things. So your systems, your messaging, your offers, however, you're setting those up with the business strategy. So like the funnel that you're building, how you're selling those offers are using Facebook ads are using like all of that has to be aligned and feel aligned for you as well. And then lastly, you want to pick one to two things that are going to be your main focus going into 2021. It can feel like at the end of this, oh my gosh, I have a million things now that I want to work on, or I have tons of ideas that I want to implement. But we all know that our focus, if our focus is narrowed to one or two things, we can put our energy towards that and actually get it accomplished instead of spreading ourselves thin or giving up on ourselves, right? We know this is the time of year everyone joins the gym, like quits all the sugar, starts the diet, like oh, is tracking their steps. They're going to hit 10,000 steps. Like they're trying to do everything all at once. And then it lasts for two days. So same thing in your business. I want you to narrow yourself to pick one to two things that you're going to focus on moving into 2021. Okay. So I think it's just Amy right now, but did you want to share your focus or have you thought about it? So my, my one to two things mm-hmm. that I want to focus on. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is helpful. I, um, I'm going to be launching a program, but like an online course, virtual course uh, in mid January. And so that truly right now, that is my, the beginning of 2021, 2021 is all about that. It's, and what I, what I appreciate about appreciate about this is I realize it's not just about launching the program. It's about launching it, executing it through completion, like carrying it through, and then actually taking that final step of evaluation to understand how it went both for myself and for the participants, because it, it is my goal is to have it be my signature program. And this is the pilot version, the beta version. And so it is really important to me um, that I understand what worked and what didn't, and that I can continue then to hone it and build on that before I try and launch it again. Yeah, that's huge. I love that. Yeah. I think that's, uh, again, we, we have these things where like, okay, I'm going to launch this program or going to make this course, or I'm going to, I don't know, like show up consistently on Instagram. Like it could be the smallest thing or the biggest thing that we put out there in our business. And if we, if we don't kind of slow down to actually see what happens from that, and we just move on to the next program, then we miss a huge opportunity to make sure that that thing is working really well before we've moved on. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So that's kind of leads us into the actual planning, the logical planning of setting a goal. So or creating the action plan behind a goal, I should say. So here's a, oh, I have someone joining. Okay, so this is like typically what someone would do, right? When they're kind of spitballing, how am I going to accomplish this goal? So I just thought of what's something that's very basic, but that everyone gets overwhelmed with when they're starting their business, which is building a website right? So it doesn't matter what the goal is, you can insert this with your goal. So down here, we have like, where is your starting point? Where are you starting from? And up here is the actual goal or what you want to create or where you're end ending up. 
right? And in between, you're going to have all of these tasks. And this is what we were talking about with Danny at the very beginning of the call. Like you have all of these tasks. How do you sort these into an actual clear plan so that you know every single day in January when you show up to work on your business, how do you know what you're actually going to do? Right. So most people would say, okay, if I want to go from not having a website to this really clear messaging, like everyone knows what I do, it's branded, it's an amazing website. How do I do that? Right. You start listing the steps and you have a ton of things that get really confusing. Like, okay, I need an about me page, but how do I do that? Like, what goes on my about me page? Do I need photos? Like, what needs to be written? Okay, I have a contact page because I want someone to book services with me. But wait, that means then I need an online scheduler. And you can kind of see how you end up going down these like spirals and these loops that each time is going to mentally block you from making progress on that goal. Especially if you are, you know, working with clients that same day, or if you have another business to run, or you have kids or anything else in your time is limited, you need to make sure that you have every step written out, right? So we can go from something like this to something like this, where you have a clear path. So when you're building your roadmap, so when you're a roadmap, meaning we're going to go from whatever your starting point is to your goal, you can work backwards. I love this one, especially for really big projects. So if it's, I'm going to launch this course in January, I'm going to launch this program. Okay, awesome. That's your end goal. Work backwards, right? If I want to launch this program by January 16th, like what needs to happen each step of the way, right? So probably January 15th, I need to be on social media talking about it and posting about it. On January 14th, I need to have the sales page go live or like whatever it is, you can back your way all the way up to the very beginning of it. That's a great way to kind of lay out your tasks. Mapping out the order of your action steps. So again, we talked about if you're creating a services page and you want someone to have like sign up on your page and book with you, you're probably gonna need to create the scheduling system first, right? You're gonna have to go in and figure out how to set up your schedule and then create your services page and then link it to your Instagram. Like there's a step-by-step -step to these things. And then lastly, breaking it down into smaller steps. So you're gonna develop some milestones and every one of you I know has done this with your clients in the past or does this with your clients every time, or you do this for yourself when you're goal setting in other areas of your life. So whenever you're working on something in your business, whether it's something small or something big, you can break it into these milestones. Obviously, if it's a really big project, like launching a course, you're going to have bigger milestones or bigger steps or bigger categories than you would if it's something like update my about me page, right? So when you're thinking about how do I create this action plan, the first thing that you need to think about is what are all of those steps? So that kind of like word jumble would be that, that, that brain dump of everything that needs to happen. And it doesn't have to be perfect. And it can get really overwhelming when you start to write things that you don't know how to do, but it's okay. Because right now you don't have to figure out how you're going to do them. You just have to figure out what you think you need to do to get to that goal. We've done this with our clients, right? If we know somebody wants to lose 15 pounds, 
they're probably going to tell you, well, I need to eat better, probably need to sleep more, probably have to walk and exercise more. They might not know anything about that, but they can tell you that those are probably the steps that they need to take, right? So same thing. Don't overthink it too much. Just start thinking about what do you need to do? Then you're going to go through. And if you're actually writing it out, you can do a little check. If you're typing it, I like to just put it in italics or you can create a color for it, whatever works for you. But in that big jumble of your brainstorm, you're going to go through and put, okay, what do I already know how to do? Right? Because that's, we don't need to take up brain space with that right now. So if I know how to create an online schedule, boom, check. Okay, that's going to that's gonna be easy. I already know how to do that. I, I've done that before. If I need to create a whole new web page, okay, I've done that before, right? Kind of check off the things or highlight the things that you know how to do so that we can focus on the stuff that you're worried about, the stuff that you don't know how to do, the stuff that is going to make us procrastinate because that's where you're gonna get stuck, right? So then go through and again, if you're physically writing out, I like to just like circle them or you can bold them or again, another color if you're doing this on Google Docs, but you wanna come up with, okay, what do I not know how to do? Why don't I know how to do this? Is it a skill that I just don't have? Is there technology involved that I don't know about? Is it, I've tried it before and it didn't go well. Like, what is it about this that you feel that you don't know how to do? Most things, if it's like a technology thing, you just literally type it into Google. And I do this all the time on calls for clients as well when they're like, how do I do this in Teachable? And I'll be like, how to do this in Teachable into Google? And chances are someone else somewhere has made a YouTube video on it, wrote a blog post about it, or the platform itself has given you a step-by-step -step tutorial and that will come up. So if it's something like technology-based or you don't know, or if there's like a behind the scenes of something that you're not sure, try putting it into Google, try putting it into YouTube as a, how do I do this in this platform, right? How do I create an email sequence in ConvertKit? How do I create a website on Kajabi? How do I create a course in Teachable, like whatever your question is. And there's going to be a million different answers that come up or different YouTubes and, and videos that can walk you through it. So identify what it is you don't know. Again, this is important because these are the things that are going to get sticky for you. These are the things that when you show up on Monday and you don't want to work on them because you don't know how to do them, that's what's going to stop you and kind of halt your plan. So after you kind of have that organized into what you know, what you don't know, what your sticking points are going to be, and you kind of have everything written out of your steps, you want to go through and actually rearrange them into a more logical order. So again, we talked about this a few minutes ago, but it might be helpful to work backwards depending on what your goal is. So starting at the end of your steps and working backwards. Maybe your brain only works the opposite way, like whatever works for you. I love to use Asana for this because you can just drag and drop things and rearrange things. So you can create a new project in Asana and just lay out all of your action steps in there. And then you're going to rearrange them in order. If you got stuck, right? If you feel like you got stuck somewhere where like you're missing a step or you're not sure how to do that, 
you're going to just put in the action step as clearly as you can. So maybe it's um, edit video for module one, but I have no idea how to edit a video. Well, I know that I need to edit the video so I can put that in and then I can make myself a note that I need to go on YouTube University or I need to ask my coach or whatever it is how to edit the video, but you still know what that step should be. So don't let that stop you from creating your actual plan. And then if you do get stuck or if you feel like the task is something that you're already kind of having a negative like connotation towards, or you're just not feeling it, or you feel like you're going to procrastinate on it, or it's something you've tried in the past and it didn't work, chances are it's probably too big of a task, right? It's like create an entire about me page versus breaking it down into smaller steps. So how many steps could you make? Can you make subtasks under that one task? right? That's what I would say is try to create as many subtasks under one task as possible. So if it's um, creating a course, and I'm creating module one, well, what's a part of module one, I'm not going to create all of module one in a day, right? I'm probably going to have to break it down into three different lessons. And each lesson is going to have slides. And each slide is going to have a video. And then they're going to have PDFs. And then See how that's like 20 steps under that one step, but it's a lot more clear about what I have to do to get that thing done. So if you're feeling stuck or if you feel like you've been procrastinating on something, this is probably why, because it's not actually broken down enough, right? Again, if we tell our clients, well, I want you to eat more vegetables. Like to us, that's an obvious thing. It's like pick any veggies, put more on your plate in a day. But for some people, they're like, well, how many? and what kind, and what color, and what meal, and how do I cook them, and right, so we have to break it down for them, so that they can actually check those things off, like, okay, I want you to eat one cup of veggies from this list at dinner every night for a week, right, and they could simply go, oh yeah, I did do that, so just think of it that way, you're going to break it down, so again, I just kind of went through this, but if you were going to write an about me page, here's some things that you might want to think about. Here's some tasks that you're probably going to want to put underneath that task, underneath that project, right? These are all things that you're going to want to have together before you actually sit down to write that page is going to make it go way quicker. So again, these are the questions you want to ask yourself if you're feeling stuck. Where are you feeling the resistance? Where are you avoiding breaking it down? What part about it is stressing you out? Where are you feeling anxious about it? What's not making sense? Like chances are that's a part of your plan that might kind of trip you down the line. So once you have that all ironed out, right? So you've got your probably on a sauna would be the best that you could write it in your journal and write it out as well or on a Google Doc, that's perfectly fine as well. You're gonna have all of your steps, all of your subtasks, everything all written out in your plan. So you're gonna know exactly how you're gonna to get to that goal. Then you have to actually put it on your calendar, right? We have to actually see how long this is gonna take us to do because we usually overestimate our ability to get things done in a short amount of time if we've never done them before, right? People think, okay, I'm gonna create a course. I'm gonna create this 
big course in 30 days. That might not be enough time for you if you have 10 modules and a bunch of resources and videos to do and you work a full-time job. So take those steps and like start to visually map them out on your calendar so that you can see, okay, how long is this thing actually going to take me? Because we're talking about planning for 2021 here, right? Quarter one of 2021. So if I have a really big project that I'm working on, that might take me all of January and February, and that's totally okay. But then I want to go into the new year going, okay, this is my main focus versus what most of us try to do is it's a new year. It's a new slate. There's all these things I want to do. And then we jump back into old habits and we're doing like a bunch of projects at once. So just map it out for yourself, put it on the calendar, know exactly when you're going to be working on it. Of course, things change. Of course, life changes. I'm not saying you have to put down to the minute everything that you're going to do, but I would say roughly set some deadlines and some goals for yourself. And then after you're done that, you'll be able to have mapped out, okay, so if I'm going to launch this course in February, I roughly know it's going to take me all of January and the beginning of February to map it out. So then for quarter one, that means that I have, I have to launch that course. That's probably going to take me a whole week. I have to onboard people, right? Depending on what your course is about, or if you have one-on-one -on -one services or anything like that. So then visually you can now see, okay, January and February, I already have my plan, right? If I have another thing that I want to work towards, like I want to completely revamp my website, that might have to wait till March, right? Or if it's something small, maybe you could fit it in, but you'll be able to actually see where you're going to put in all these goals. So then you're just going to go back to the beginning and start again and map out the next goal and just repeat this process. So essentially... You could plan all of January, February, and March, your big projects. You, of course, you're not going to be able to plan how many clients you have and all of your client calls and all of that, but you can totally plan out the big major projects that you want to work on. And again, you want to tie them back to everything else we went in in this workshop as to why you're doing it. Is it a part of where you're at in the pyramid? Is it a part of where you're at in your business? Is it going to help move your business forward? And then most importantly, does it feel aligned to you? Is doing this project or creating this thing or getting this thing accomplished in your business, is it going to make you feel how you want to feel in 2021? So any questions about that before I move on to the last slide? Cool. Okay, so... I highly recommend, even if you watched it live, just go back through the pieces of this, go back through the workbook and really use that process of planning out whatever that one clear project or goal is going into January. It's going to give you so much more mental clarity and relieve so much stress about what am I supposed to be working on in my business? What am I supposed to be doing? It doesn't mean that every single waking hour that you have to spend on your business, you're going to be spending on that goal or that project. That's not realistic because you have all these other moving pieces that have to happen as well. So this is how you start to plan a quarter at a time, right? We always think about how do these companies sit there and plan out like two years in advance? This is how. 
right? They, I mean, obviously on a bigger scale, but they have these projects and they can plan out how long it's going to take them and how many team members they need and what else is going on and what other events are popping up and all of that kind of stuff. So you can start to see the moving pieces, right? But again, you can't do that unless you get really, really clear on what your purpose is, on what your messaging is, on what your big offers are and how you're actually running your business. So last thing I will leave you with is how you can start to cultivate more alignment in your business in the new year. So number one thing, we talked about it today. There's a whole section on it. Get really clear on how you actually want to feel, right? I want to be aligned. I want to be authentic in my business. I want it to you know, align with my energy. Like, what does that actually mean to you? How does that actually look? What does that feel like? So that you know when you are doing it. If you want to be in flow in your business, if you want things to be easy, how does that feel, right? How do you know that you're in flow? How do you know that you're in alignment? Get really clear on that. Maybe you have to actually write it down and like put it up on your office wall. Maybe it becomes the screensaver for your phone. Maybe it becomes, I know people who do this, pick a word for the year and change all of their passwords to like that word and a bunch of numbers or something. Like what, what do you have to do so that you're reminded of that feeling? If you want to create a vision board, like whatever works for you. I think that's huge. Get really clear on that. Then I'd say, especially this year, as we shift into this new paradigm and all of the craziness of 2020, your purpose work, your soul work has to, has to come first next year. So how are you going to spend more time cultivating that? If you want an aligned business, if you want a business that feels really authentic to you, then you got to know what that actually means for you. So what is your why? What is that thing that you can say like, no, I'm getting my butt out of bed and I'm making that sales page because this is what I'm doing. This is why I'm using it. I have to use this gift I have, or I have to do this because I feel called to do it. And then when we talked about this a little bit, one of my goals for next year is to do these monthly check-ins, right? Each month, setting aside some time, kind of reviewing what happened last month. It can be super detailed, right? If you are like, if you like the details and taking numbers and all that, you can go through and you can go, okay, at the end of the month, let's look at everything. How much did I make from this offer? How much did I make from that? How many followers did I gain on Instagram? How many YouTube videos did I put up? Like how many podcast downloads did I have? Like you can record stats and measurements and like all of that logical stuff as well. But I would say, how much time did you feel in that feeling that you wanted to feel that you set that intention for, right? You can go back to that little wheel that we did earlier. If your goal was to, you know, Spend more time on the body section, on movement. Did you actually do that? Did any of those numbers change this month? Like you can create a monthly practice around that as well. But I think especially in your business, if you're working on those projects, you need to get clear on, okay, how did it actually go? So maybe this is a monthly check-in process, or maybe this is every time you finish a really big project, right? Like, okay, I finished that offer. I feel like it's running. Now I'm going to check in before I start the next big project. You could do that as well. And then lastly, is having that in your mind that you don't have to follow everybody else's strategy. 
you can make it up, right? You can completely make it up for however it's going to work for you. You can build the system that works for you. You can take pieces from other things. You can experiment and you can try it. If it doesn't work, then fine, you just move on. But at least you know, right? So knowing that if you feel like you've been trying some kind of strategy that's not working for you, or maybe pieces of it are, but other parts aren't, like digging into that a little bit more and finding out, okay, what would make this feel more aligned? What would make this feel easier for me? So those four things I would say taking into 2021, that's what I'm going to take into my coaching. I know for sure. Um, But those are the things that I would leave you with. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm going to wrap it up. If you're going through these, um, you know, this next week and something comes up or you want to chat about it, you can just message me and we can talk about it. Um, You know, if you had any other questions or any thoughts that came up, let me know. But I think that this exercise, I mean, like I said, it's something that I do every single year, but I feel like you could do it every quarter, every, a mini version every month, like take the pieces of it that you really liked, put it into a nice little system for yourself, right? Write a little thing, like a little Google doc that has the questions for yourself. Maybe you check in with yourself more regularly, 